Success, is it really a secret? I don't think so. Join me as I interview guests from different cultures and backgrounds who have overcome incredible challenges to create the life they live today. Thousand likes, celebrity status, lots of money or big cars, these are things that come and go and do not define true success. So what is it? And most importantly, how do we create it? If you are a child, teen, or adult trying to understand how to achieve this word, then you are not alone and you won't want to miss a single episode of The Secret to Success Isn't So Secret. This is Christy Maggio, and the key is right here. It's not a great secret, so don't just listen. Learn and take action. All right. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So I want to, again, welcome you all that I am doing in collaboration with the Cardone Foundation called Hashtag Teen Up on my end um, and on his end. We are going to do the program 100 Ways to Stay Motivated. We have a huge international group here. Jasmine, Paolo, Treshawn, and Amir are from England, Maria from Russia, Elena from Spain, Noor and Roa in Jordan. And Lashai, she's also in England. And I am in the Dominican Republic, but I'm originally from the United States. I want to just start off by just letting everyone know that we are going to be like a little family for the next few weeks feel like this is a comfortable space to share with everyone. So who wants to kick it off for the introductions? Uh, thank you. Um, so my name is Paola Bensami. I'm from the UK. I'm 12 years old. I'm an author, public speaker, um, a bit of a mentor and coach. Um, some of my interests are would definitely be um, football. I absolutely love football. Um, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite sports. Um, also, other than that, I, I like to do a lot of gaming as well. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really getting into gaming. It is, uh, it is very addictive <laughs> and it is very fun as well. Um, but I'm just, yeah, just really excited about this program, um, program and getting to know you all. I'm Yasmin. I'm 13 years old. I'm an author, public speaker and a mentor. Um, one of my interests is I really love languages. I'm learning five languages at the moment, which includes Arabic, Spanish, Chinese, Korean, and French. So um, I'm trying to learn a little bit of that. And remember that um, you said, um, Christy said that there's a girl from Spain here. So yeah. um, hopefully um, I can do like a little bit of Spanish. I'm the one from We'll Spain. teach you some oh, Arabic hi. also. Oh, um, Arabic Shweya. So I can speak a little bit of it. We'll teach you. Don't worry. Those two weeks will be good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and my languages. Um, so one of the languages is one of my favorite things to do. I really love animals. I have a cat called Coco. Um, and um, I really just love to um, connect with um, kids to basically just learn a lot more about them because I'm... Um, as a family, we're all homeschooled. So interacting with kids online is really fun. And as Paolo said, we really love gaming. So one of my favorite games to play is Overwatch. Um, and yeah, that's a bit about me. My name's Samir Bensami and I've written a book on affirmations called Because I'm Intelligent, Easy as Pie Affirmations. Every week we do um, like a live with Fritz Lifestyle. So 
Um, if you want, you could go check that out um, on Instagram. And my favourite game would be NBA. And I'm seven years old. Uh, my name is Trish Roman Salmi. I'm 16 years old. I'm an author, coach, mentor, public speaker, consultant for an investment bank. And pretty much I'm just really into numbers and mathematics and finances as a whole. Um, and pretty much like on my Instagram and a couple other places, I share like different money tricks, um, finance tips and just different things like that. And I'm just really into investing. I'm 16. Okay, I'm, I'm 16 years old and I'm from Jordan. Um, I'm into electronics and technology. Um, I have a certificate in electrical engineering, a certificate in electronics, and by the end of April, uh, I'm willing to have also a certificate in uh, electronic advanced IoT Internet of Things uh, systems. And I'm also a part of Marian Arab uh, programmers um, um, is helped by the uh, uh, Sheikh Zayed bin Al Maktoum, who is uh, a royal member, member of the United Arab Emirates. My name is Noor, I'm 15. I'm from Jordan. Um, I'm into basketball. I'm a, a black belt taekwondo player. Um, I'm interested into electronics also. We, me and Ro have worked together uh, making the project that I told you about. Um, we are also in, into uh, making apps. Also, we're working on learning how to make apps. Well, we're also, in, uh, um, I have a certificate in electrical engineering, still not got it, not didn't get the electronics or the other stuff. I'm from Eureka, it's just um, a system in Jordan that's, that aids um, the, how to work on IOTs and stuff like that, how to build robots and stuff. I'm into FIFA, <laughs> I love gaming. <laughs> I'm Masha, Maria, same thing. I am 13 years old. I'm originally from Russia. As to things I enjoy doing or my hobbies, I really, really like um, singing, playing basketball, swimming, and I do photo modeling from time to time. As one of you said, I don't remember who, I also learn languages. And at the moment, I know five or six fluently, and I'm learning Thai and Japanese, and I'm only starting to learn Korean, so. That was Jasmine. Now maybe you have to take up Arabic too, because you know, <laughs> Nora here as well. So, and, and they speak Arabic. So, I mean, gosh, talk about multicultural going on here. Like this is just incredible. Hello, my name's Elena. I'm 15 years old. I like horseback riding, swimming, tennis, walking my dog. And I just know two languages. That's both. Elena never gives herself enough credit. Elena is a very talented writer. Uh, my name's Lachey and I'm 20, but um, I'm super passionate about helping youth and young people to achieve their dreams um, and to find out what their passions are and how to pursue them. I also love traveling and language learning. I work very closely with the Korean Cultural Center here in London on some really big events, which is super fun. And some of my favorite games, I really like playing Overwatch. I've been playing that for a little while now. Wow, Overwatch. Like I just got to the fact that Roblox exists. So welcome everyone to 100 Ways to Stay Motivated. However, I feel that you are all ready. And so some of the questions we're going to ask is, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay excited about what you're working on? Um, what motivates you? 
and how important is motivation when you're trying to accomplish what it is that you're doing. And we are going to watch the introduction video, 100 Ways to Stay Motivated. Motivation, how do you stay excited? How do you stay pumped? How do you stay focused on that thing that drives you, that gets you excited? Look, I've been asked this question for 25 years. Grant, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay excited? How do you keep figuring out new ways to stay in the game, recreate yourself, and bring it to another level? Really, when you look at it, if you're not motivated, the idea doesn't matter. If you're not motivated, it doesn't matter how good your product is. If you're not motivated, you're not going to get up and take action. By the way, that's what motivate means. It's a verb. It's an action word which means to provide with an incentive, something off to inspire, arouse, prod, get going. I remember when I was much younger that I had trouble with this thing called motivation. I couldn't get myself to stay focused and driven. And if you look at all very successful people, they have figured out this thing called motivation. Look, it appears to me, and it must appear to you, that all over the world, People are struggling with this concept. Look at how, how much medication is out there today saying you're depressed. Look how much negative information there is, uh, you know, disseminated by the media every day. Underneath all that is a problem with this concept of motivation. So we're going to be discussing what does it take for you to stay motivated, excited. Motivation is literally the desire to do things. And I know you have it in you. Let's go around and let's talk about how do you stay motivated? I'll give you an example and then um, this way you can kind of get an idea. So for me, bringing education to young people and especially as well underserved people who don't necess can't necessarily um, afford or have the opportunities for schooling is what motivates me every day. It's my drive, it's, it's literally my purpose. And sometimes it's not easy to find your purpose because for me, it's been many years and I've always loved education. I've always wanted to be in education and working with um, young children, especially children that don't, that have lost their way or don't really have strong family backgrounds. And so therefore I have worked with children like that for, for, for many, many years. And so that's what motivates me being able to, even if it's just one person, help them uh, each day. So that's my motivation. So who would like to tell us all your motivation? Okay, Maria, you can go first and then Jasmine. So in my case, when I objectifying the term um, motivation, I'd be talking about motivating myself to learn different languages or just do things I like to do. And so this is like a more general and practical simplification of what I consider motivation being for me. So when I set a certain goal and I just don't have the motivation to reach that goal, I try to find the, the, the positive sides of it and the benefits achieving this goal might bring me uh, or how it could just help me in the future. So that really kind of motivates me to do whatever I'm trying to do. You know, seeing the benefits and just seeing the goal there and just understanding that if I do this, I'll just have so much, I'll get so much knowledge or so much out of it. I think that's a really, really good point that you make there because a lot of times, and as we all know in life, we have to do sometimes things that we don't necessarily enjoy doing. However, 
They are a bridge to get us to that next point or next level. And so we, we take that internal, we think about the next level as opposed to focusing on that, knowing that it's going to bring us there. So very good point there, Maria. Jasmine. Um, I think Maria's already stated what motivation is. So for me, it's um, just seeing what the end goal would look like. So for example, um, if I was publishing a book like I have next to me here, this is one of my newest books that came out, me seeing the end result, like being the cover made first, it would motivate me to finish writing that book. So um, I've just recently published another book called My First Day Transitioning from Girlhood to Womanhood, which basically teaches girls about how to look after their body and when they reach a certain stage um, for like their menstrual cycle. So I wrote about that and I was thinking, the end result for me would be inspiring little girls to basically know what's going to happen to them at a certain age and how to take care of that. So I guess the motivation for me is just seeing people happy. And then that's the greatest joy that anyone can basically receive. So I think for me, motivation is just seeing how the end result would turn out. And if it's good, then to do just do it. Okie dokie, Paolo. Uh, thank you. Um, for me, my motivation would not be like the regular motivation of uh, me seeing that um, I help others. Ob obviously, that's good. What really, really motivates me is me seeing myself help others and then that person that I helped have helping someone else. And like, it's kind of like a domino effect, but also helping someone that wasn't motivated before come to a space where they are motivated now motivated enough to motivate someone else mm -hmm. yes absolutely because it, it really is it's like a trickle down effect it's, you know you motivate someone they feel motivated so they want to motivate someone else and so on and so forth so another very very good point thank you paulo it's infectious as well so people That's feel it. yes and your energy is infectious you know that yes <laughs> All right, Trishan. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, so to me, motivation is simply uh, just about having something that pushes you to keep going each and every day. And I would say, like, when it comes to sort of, like, getting that motivation, it's easier to have something that's bigger than you. Uh, so be it, like, an end step, just, uh, like, a big goal. So for me, um, like, being into financing and stuff like that, um, a huge goal of mine is to uh, be able to like travel the world and like teach people how they can lib financially liberate themselves from what they currently have. So and that's something that I'm like obviously all, all the time just constantly trying to work towards. Mm -hmm. Very good. Grant will love you. Nice. Amir, you had your hand up, sweetheart. Are you ready to share? Um, so what motivation is to me is something that helps me um get to a goal but when um, you don't have motivation you're scoring own goals on yourself it's just like if you have a football table and you put the player back it's going to hit the ball in now you're scoring an own goal so you're not achieving what you want to achieve what gets me motivated is um firstly my um family Mm -hmm. They um, motivate me a lot and also um, affirmations. Mm -hmm. And what's one of your favorite affirmations? Um, I'm intelligent because that's what the book's called. Okay. Noor. Yes. All right. So actually, I don't know this answer. It's just suddenly. 
energy comes to you and then you have the power to do something. But for me, I guess what keeps me motivated is um, me looking for a bigger goal. You start something small and then you see how it might end. Then that's what keeps you motivated, the end result, not the not the beginning. Uh, Roa? Okay. Um, I think there's a lot of things that makes me motivated. I feel um, one of them is my family. Like I feel like um, my mother is super supportive and my dad as well. And I also feel like um, the environment, um, like growing up in a small country like Jordan, where everyone is trying to do something, to be someone, uh, is always motiva- motivating. Like um, looking around you, you just want to do new things and help to build a country. So that's something um, really cool. And also, I've read some, uh, like, I've read that um, it matters not what you've done but what you do with what you've done. So that also keeps me super motivated um, almost all the time. All right, Elena, what motivates you to write? And I'm not talking about your homework. Music. Music motivates you to write? Mm-hmm. Okay. The rhythm of the music or the language of it? Depending on the emotions that it gives me, I can think of scenarios or little stories like what I write. And just, or the okay. little quote I gave you one time. Mm-hmm. That was because I wanted to talk to a friend, but I couldn't. So it just sentiment of things. So you wrote about it. So do you, you find that uh, writing about things um, you know, helps you get your feelings out. And so this, in that, what, that's what motivates you to write? Maybe. Okay. Very good. Good stuff. Thank you. All right, Lachey, <laughs> what motivates you? Um, for me, um, I think what motivates me is knowing that you're never done learning or never done growing. I think that's quite motivating to push yourself to want to learn more to do more to be more to connect with more people like you're never I think it's it's weird because it's a lack of completion like life is never complete so um, I think that's what has always uh, been really interesting to me and pushed me to want to learn more and be more connect with more people but also knowing that um, something that might be simple for me or something that I've experienced on my journey that I might have just brushed over can really mean a lot um, to someone else by me being brave enough to share it or to speak on it um, so just the power of sharing also really motivates me and of course my family and my siblings and my mom mm-hmm. yeah and I think that's really important um, because sometimes we may think oh no one wants to listen to what we have to say or no one really cares where it's it's really not that important yet you know sometimes what you say It might be those words that really resonates or make somebody else be like, wow, there's somebody else that feels the same way that I do. And you may never know. They may never come up and say, wow, Lachey, that was really great. And, uh, you know, that really touched me. You may never know, but you always have to know that no matter what you say, sometimes you you most likely, not even sometimes, most likely you are, um, helping someone with your words. So that's, that's really wonderful. I like that a lot. 
is that okay if I share a quote that um, I think uh, it I resonated? Love, I was just reading it over here. Um, I found another one with what you were just talking about, if, I, if I'm able to share. Absolutely. So it says, don't wait until you've reached your goal to be proud of yourself. Be proud of every step you take towards reaching that goal. So I really um, think that this resonates with what you said, because people are always happy when they've reached the end goal and think that that's it. And then they're just going to stop there because they've achieved that one goal. But mm -hmm. if like, for example, um, kids who've come from very poor families and they've made it to the top, they haven't stopped. They keep on going and they're helping to inspire younger kids that are maybe in the same place as them. So acknowledging that don't just be happy when you just reached one goal, but also be happy um, where you've come from, like from the steps that you've taken from maybe empowering someone, giving um, like for kids that um, I've seen online, some kids who were very poor and like didn't have like a lot of money, they had to basically give their last money just to help pay for the rent in their house. And just acknowledging the steps that they took to get where they are today and inspiring people, not stopping where that one dream is. If you really like that dream, for example, it might be riding horses as um, I think it's Eleanor. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, as she said, and riding horses, that might be one of her favorite things and not stopping there until she just rides one horse, but also going on to competing in competitions, like you said, but not stopping until you get there, but also continuing so that you know how much value and how much love that you put into getting into that goal. So I, I thought that that resonated what you said. You know, that's, I love that because Grant Cardone is one of them. You know, he grew up a middle-class um, middle-class boy and uh, he lost his dad when he was 10 and uh, his mom struggled and he had some substance abuse issues uh, growing up and had to then go to rehab and then uh, he, you know, turned his life around little by little um, without a having any money. So, but now, as if you know anything of, of, of Grant Cardone, he created that from nothing. So that just goes to show one story, there's many out there, that you can do it. However, he works hard. He works nonstop to create that his empire it really is like an empire anyone find out one fact about grant cardone i know i wrote that in the email so i want to yeah. i want to close with that um roa go ahead okay um i've read that he made his first million um in 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 the age of 30 <gasps> amir He's 62 um, years old. Um, well, I have a fact that he has over five businesses and he's made, he makes $100 million um, as yearly um, revenue. So I found that really, really inspiring as he has that many businesses and that he can make that much in a year, which I thought was really cool. I do know that you're absolutely right. He has multiple businesses, but multiple businesses comes with also a lot of responsibility and a lot of people that work with him, but he really is a, he's a master at what he does for sure. So thank you for sharing that, Jasmine. He's not one of those um, sort of millionaires and business people that like to flaunt their wealth everywhere. Um, he's very driven to impact people and support people where he can um, and, and inspire and share the knowledge that he has. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that's amazing.
when he first got started, he was actually like a salesman at a, like automobile firm. Mm-hmm. And then he started saving from that to then get started in like real estate as well. I would like then for you all to do a little investigative digging on someone that came from nothing, kind of like uh, like Grant, not nothing, but it could have been even you know poverty level, like uh, Jasmine had talked about and literally brought them cells. And they don't have to be famous people. You know, success has different faces. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a celebrity. It could be someone who was driven to make a social impact, but there's a lot of great people out there who came from nothing and actually um, worked their way up. For example, Lee Duncan, he's actually from Sheffield for, for my Brits in the room. Um, he is a professional boxer and at 16, he dropped out of school. Um, he left school and he started boxing, he was an international champion. And he was one of the uh, first boxers. I think he said he was the first boxer from England to go back to school and get his degree from university and, and his master's degree at that. His success is incredible. And, uh, but I do know that, you know, somebody coming from there, you know, and dropping out of school, going in at 16 and going to live in a, in, in a, a house with other athletes and, and trying to make that into your, into your life because you have that vision, you have that, he had that dream is, you know, an incredible, incredible story. But um, I love, I love the underdog stories, you know, because there's so many of them that a lot of times young people don't see because they just see what is now, but they don't know that rise to how they got to where they are. And I have a couple of special guests coming on to tell you guys their stories too throughout these next few weeks. So would anybody like to have anybody have any closing thoughts or anything they would like to uh, say before we end today? Tomorrow, we will start with um, with talking about who will start with our stories. So um, whomever you you investigate, and then we will talk about potential. And what is potential? We all have it, right? So, all right. And I want to thank you all for coming. And I'm so happy to have you all here as a part of this group. I will see you all tomorrow at 1.15 and 6.15 or 8.15, depending on what time zone you are in. (laughs) Thank you.